All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony 
In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted hormone harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast for colorful women alike. Hey, cuties. Hey, we're back. Sorry for being such duds last week. Yeah, it got the best of us, but we're energized today. With some coffee and some cocktails. And excited to (laughs) chit chat with you all. We did both. Cocktail followed by coffee. Yes. Double double up. I almost said double pearls. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) How's your weekend? Uh, my weekend is good. Another chill weekend. But good. Got some rest. All we've been doing is having chill weekends. There I needs know. to be something. Some, something to spice something to it do. the fuck up. Yeah, it's been a little day. Every week, it's been a chill weekend. I'm rested. Feeling rested. It's almost time for work. <laughs> yeah, so maybe next weekend. Um, next we'll weekend, have, we'll have tea. Maybe we'll have something to chat about. Yeah, my weekend's pretty chill. I don't know if I'm ready for work tomorrow, but... Are we ever? No. I'm waiting for the day that we don't have to go anymore. So you guys need to help us out <laughs> by telling your friends about this podcast so yes. that more people can hear about this podcast. And this can be our job. And we don't have to go to fucking work for the white man. Yeah. So make sure you rate, review, subscribe, tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Write about it. Yeah. Put it on if your you're a social blogger, media pages. If you're an editor, if you're anything, help us out. Help us. Mm -hmm. You know what? You don't have to be any of those things. You just have to be willing to share this podcast. You're right. That's it. Just tell somebody about it and um, let the good karma circle keep going in a a circle. In a circle. Yes. Yeah. 
So. No hot topic, T. No hot topics. There's nothing on the internet. Nothing worth mentioning. Um, But last week we gave you guys a boring ass episode. <laughs> yes. Um we talked about radical acceptance. Yep, episode 35, peace of mind, radical and radical acceptance, almost like inception. Acceptance, uh where we tried to highlight the ways in which getting comfortable with the uncomfortable allows us to deal with the reality of situations and in return help us to live a truly meaningful life. So, if you guys like that episode even though we were a little dry, let us know. Yeah, and also on Twitter, we posted um, a few pointers um, in regards to that episode. There was also a radical acceptance challenge mm. that we found on YouTube that's on our Twitter page. So if you would like to participate in that, just to keep radical acceptance at the forefront, because although we were a little dry, it is still a great topic. Yeah. And it's beneficial. So forgive us for the episode, but go check out our Twitter for more gems. We apologize. Someone said they're saving this for later, so I hope she listened to it. Final rant, final underscore rant said that she was saving this episode for later. So final underscore rant, if you're out there, you're listening this week, let us know what you thought. Yep. So getting right into this week's episode, um, last season, we asked our girlfriends, what do you want to hear from us? What kind of topics? And one of our homegirls... I can't remember where she's from. I think she's. I think she's, Instagram. No. Oh, Ghana was it Ghana? I think so. One of our um, girlfriends. One of our international babes. Yeah, she says she wants to hear about balancing masculine and feminine energy. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I think that's a good one. The more and more we prepared for this episode, I was like, you know what? This is a really good topic. I agree. I'm going to find her in our in our DMs really fast, so I can say thanks, girl. For the topic suggestion. Yeah. While she's looking for that, we mm -hmm. want to encourage you all to send us topics that you would like us to chime in on. Yeah, I think that's a good. And good we idea. will. So. Okay, just, just.cc.k. She's from Kenya. 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 Cecilia. Cecilia from Kenya. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Thanks for the topic. So here we go. This one goes out to you, Cecilia from Kenya. <laughs> so um, what is masculine i'm quoting and feminine energy i think it's first important to note that masculine and feminine energies have nothing to do with gender or sex sexual preference we all meaning men and female contain both masculine and feminine energy mm -hmm. so that's the first pointer thanks for that so go ahead you want to go Want to take it away? I'll, I'll take it away. Okay. So basically, uh, masculine energy is associated with characteristics that um, are independent and analytical. This represents our left brain. Feminine energy is more intelligent and loving, and it contains the quality of our intuition, our compassion, emotion, empathy, and truth. I'll add to that and say that uh, masculine energy is usually not seen as being entrepreneurial, problem solving, and risk taking. Risk taking. And I will say that when masculine energy is misused, it can end in ego, anger, resentment, and inner conflict, which ulti ultimately disconnects us from our bodies. Mm -hmm. Do you have something to add about feminine energy? What that's associated with? Yeah, I can say that um, feminine energy helps you connect with 
your divine seed mm -hmm. and it helps you go through the birthing process with ease Shit. when we say birthing process we don't just mean children birthing ideas come on <laughs> i'm waiting, waiting birthing concepts come on not just children yes i love we are, it we are mothers <laughs> we nurture all things we including nurture, niggas yes so <laughs> Um, when you are strong in your feminine energy, you have a strong connection to your body and your intuition. You are able to make decisions based on what you feel in your heart on the inside. Um, mm -hmm. Feminine energy is receptive and it's right-brained energy. Right-brained energy. But if we're too um, much in our feminine energy, we can come across as weak and lose our personal power. Agreed. What do you think? Do you think that you're balanced or do you think that you have more masculine energy or feminine energy? I took a little test. Okay. And I'm more feminine energy, but I do have a lot of masculine energy too. Okay. I think I'm like a little, it just depends. Because, um, you know, sometimes I do come off of rough, rough around the edges per my honey. <laughs> he says like, you're a little rough. A babe. rough rider. Yeah. I didn't take a I didn't take the test, but I I know that I definitely have more masculine energy. I should send you I the can little tap, test. You should send me the yeah. test. I can tap into my fin feminine energy a little bit more because I I have a type A personality, and that can be associated with uh, having high masculine energy. Okay. I have control issues. I have a major sense of urgency. Is that all of these are included in type A personality? Type person A personality, yes. Okay. Um, ambitious, impatience, competitiveness, drive. My personality is very type A, too, very because I'm very controlling. Very controlling. Hard to let go. If I feel like I don't have control, <laughs> the shit, anxiety through the roof, I need control. Yes. What what is the alternative to a type A personality for our girlfriends listening? Type B personality, and that can be associated with more feminine energy. So mm -hmm. you work steadily, you're more relaxed, less stressed, you're really fe flexible, you're emotional and expressive. I have a very hard time. I'm really emotional. I agree. Or expressive. I agree. You're not that emotional. I'm not. And that's mm -hmm. why I'm saying I need to tap more into my feminine energy because I'm not. And yeah. I should be because there's nothing wrong with having emotions and expressing them. Yeah, I'm a little emotional sometimes. You are? So, dang. No, I'm not saying you're not emotional at all, but I wouldn't say that you're really emotional. Not not very emotional, but um, I don't even like to really cry. I don't like I don't to either. go or watch things that like make me cry. That's why when my like period with, comes, I feel like a bitch. Like, for instance, with This Is Us, everyone was saying they were crying, and I watched it, and I never cried. You're a cried. stone cold killer. You're just sitting there with a... I mean, it pulled at my heartstrings a little, but it didn't pull at them to the point where, you know, I cried. Okay. I I, I don't want to watch it because I don't want to cry. I'm just not in the mood for that. I You're just not don't. in the mood to cry. Nope. I don't want to. So, with that being said, let's talk about <laughs> um, some examples of a balance of masculine and feminine energy to give people an idea of what it will look like to be balanced. Okay. So we talked about Black Panther last week. And I think that some of the characters in there, specifically Nakia and Okoye. Okoye. Were perfect examples of a balance of masculine and femi feminine energy. For, for example, Lupita, Nakia, who was played by Lupita. No yoga? No yoga? Sorry. Sorry, Pita. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry, Pete Pete. Sorry for the butchering of the name. Lulu. Um, but Nakia, which was the spy who was T'Challa's bae. Mm-hmm. I think she was perfect because she was strong minded um, and opinionated, but she was also very nurturing and mm-hmm. supportive. Mm-hmm. She knew when to turn it up and when to turn it off. And that's my problem. It's always on. Turn, I have a hard time turning it off. Have a hard time. She Struggle. was perfect. And also Okoye, the lead woman warrior. She, Yeah, she was giving me a little. I, I think I'm like her. She was definitely giving me more like I'll jump on your ass. Right. Than like a little more submissive. She was submissive when she was like, I'm behind my king. Yes. I'm supporting my king. But before, other than that, she was a bad I bitch. Her. I love her. I need to see that movie again. She was a pit bull in a skirt. Yeah. <laughs> EB. Yes. She was. Um, anything else about Black Panther? No, just those two little examples. I, I think. like that. I like I that. I think those were good examples of balanced masculine and feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Do we have like tips or way to identify this stuff? Yeah. So I think we should start with feminine energy. Feminine energy. Ways to engage your feminine energy, a.k.a. tips that I need to take because I need to engage my feminine energy. So she's basically having a conversation with herself. Letter to to myself. Dear Brittany, (laughs) to engage your feminine energy, you need to receive compliments, supports, or gifts without self-criticism or reservation. I like it. When someone tells you how pretty or handsome you are, do not be self-deprecating. Instead, say thank you instead of being like, you think so? Or, oh, I like your hair. Yeah. Except for this twist is a little smaller. <laughs> That's <laughs> you. That is so me. That is you. Um, let your partner take the lead. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Planning trips or dates. I have a hard time with that one. I'm okay. I'm okay with doing like a date, something that's like we're going to hit the town and then come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay with even a trip if I know that it's, if the, if the details are sent to me and say, this is what we're doing, this is when we're leaving, I don't care about that. I just have a concern about it not getting done. With me, if, if, if Bay hit your phone and was like, here, this is the itinerary, you would still be like, okay, but is this, this, that, and this, the third? Um, I think that I would... I would be like, okay, cool. I would be, I would find comfort in seeing the itinerary, but in the back of my mind, I would be like, I hope that um, he knows the check-in time, and I hope that this is a nice hotel, and I hope, like, I would be Googling the hotel, checking the Yelp reviews, making sure, like, you know, this is a nice hotel, and, like, for instance, with the date, because this has happened before. A reservation has been made, and I was told a time, and then, we're running late or something. And I'm like, did you call and to let them know that we were going to be late? Is there like, you know, are they going to give up our reservation? Yeah, did I'm you like do that this? too. Did you do that? That's worry wart. Worry wart vibes. That's what I got going on. Yeah. I'm like that too. If the reservation is arranged, fine. But I want to get there. I want to fulfill the time that we were supposed to be there. Exactly. I, I want you to call late. and let them know. Responsible bay. Right. Responsible reservations for two. And for the trip, I would be like, oh, shit, I hope everything's okay. I hope we have the right gate that we're supposed to be at for takeoff. Okay. I feel you, feel you, feel you, feel you. Lay back on that for 2018. Yes. You know what else I'm going to do for 2018? What? This is a sidebar. I'm going to start turning things off the way they're supposed to be turned off, like turning it off instead of pulling the plug out the wall. So that's kind of ghetto. What you mean? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Elaborate. Like when I iron my clothes. I'm Girl, go- what the fuck does that have to do with that? It don't. I'm just saying for 2018. Okay. 
I'm gonna stop pulling the plugs out the wall because that's kind of ghetto. You know, that's the way black people we turn shit off. We just pull the plug out the wall. It's nothing needs to be reset. Unplug and plug back in. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. So, anyway, back to this. So, in order to tap into your feminine energy, let's do activities or projects that are collaborative, like retreats or group classes. Shit where you gotta link up with your homegirls to do. Mm-hmm. I like that. We're gonna do yoga this week. We should do more activities like that, like women's brunches. What do you guys think? Would you guys want to do some shit like that? Yeah, let us know. We love to. You brunch. guys want to collab? What else do you recommend? Laugh and live authentically. I like that one. Be vulnerable and avoid perfectionism. Yes. Eh, another one of my problems. Yeah, you're a perfect patty. I'm not. I but I I strive to be, <laughs> and that's impossible. Perfectionism is not possible. Yeah. So, um, what about let's find a hobby that's rooted in creativity? This podcast is one. This is one. Maybe some people like to crochet baby hats. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Crochet, paint. I mean, plant flowers. Plants. Anything, you know. Yeah. That's Some shit thing. like that. Uh, another one is move your body. Um, take move a yoga class. Body, girl. Dancing your underwear to your favorite music. I think that's a good one. That's my favorite. Clapping Dance. in the clappers. Clapping with my. <laughs> Dancing <laughs> in the mirror to your jams in your room. Yes. Um, what else? Let's spend some intentional time with other women to recharge our feminine energy. Let's bounce off of one another. So that's like we were saying about collaborative trips or dates or brunches or things where you link up with people where you can share energy. Mm-hmm. Um, have more orgasms. Mm. Nasty, nasty. <laughs> um, have, have more orgasms. That's You're going to repeat that one, huh? Yeah. I mean, Orgasm. it's not that simple. <laughs> Some people can't give you orgasms. Maybe you got to give them to yourself. Just have them. Ooh, shit. Next episode. So, <laughs> um, you know what else? Your inner feminine may require more self-nurturing time, which would increase the loving relationship you have with your mind and body. So meditate, tap in, find out, do I feel like I'm not giving myself enough self-care? That's your feminine energy speaking. Mm-hmm. What about your masculine? How do we identify and engage in our masculine energy? To engage your masculine energy, you can try working out in a challenging way, weightlifting, CrossFit, rock climbing. Yeah. What is that thing Ashley was doing? Some shit. CrossFit, Nyong'o? No. It was something. 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 She was buff. She had some guns. I like it. Yeah, but that can definitely help increase your masculine energy. What about take on some challenges, some stuff that allows you to be a little competitive? You know, like, hey, girls, we're going to do a workout challenge or we're going to link up and do this every day for six weeks. Let's see who can make sure that they finish the challenge. Or maybe even practice speaking your mind instead of being so reserved yes. and submissive. If something is bothering you or heavy on your heart, assert yourself. That's in, That's here what I was going to say. When you're tuning into your masculine side, you might have to be a little more direct at work or speak up about a relationship issue that's been weighing down on you for a while. Be a little assertive. There's nothing wrong with that. I agree. Don't be no punk. There See, you go. that's my problem. Always looking at something like a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately be like, no, I'm not going to bow down. I'm going to say my point. 
I'm going to be heard. <laughs> and this is going to be addressed. You are speaking my language. <laughs> but you know what? Being in touch with both parts of us, like our yin and our yang, helps us to flow through life. We really need both aspects. Because if you're too soft, then you're looking like a pussy. And if you're too hard, then you're looking like a dick. <laughs> Very true. I love it. I love it. And you know what we can say to help us identify and feel better mm-hmm. when we're meditating and we're going to try to make sure we're balanced? Say this mantra. I am strong. I am strong. I am flexible. I am flexible. I am balanced. I am balanced. I am strong. I am strong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm flexible. I'm balanced. I'm flexible and I'm balanced. That's a little bit of both. I can do both. So we can practice balancing our masculine and feminine energy by ourselves, in our relationships, romantic relationships, in our friendships, Mm -hmm. at work. Just in general. In general. This is about self-awareness. Take some time to understand what's going on on the inside of you. <laughs> I like that we put a little spin on it. I liked it too. Okay. I think that's good. Yeah. You guys let us know if you have anything that you do. If you might think you're a little harsh. You know what else I'm going to say? I yeah. forgot about this. Oftentimes, um, we are one or more of the other masculine or feminine based on the way we were raised Mm -hmm. you know based on life experiences past experiences exposure to certain things so i know why i'm a little rough around the edges because i was raised by a single black woman um you know and we were taught like to be independent you're taught to be very Mm self-sufficient you're taught to be like a grinder that you're going to get it done you got to be assertive you're going to get it you know you you're taught all of these things to make sure that you are able to rely on yourself you know like although my my mom had great partners right it's still like all right it's me and my babies at the end of the day so the constant was a strong independent black exactly so that's what i'm used to seeing so that's what i bring to the table in my relationship very self you know self-sufficient i'll take what you have to offer but i'm still gonna get it it's hard it's hard to relinquish all that control yeah especially when that's the way you're raised it's it's hard to not be who you are on the inside you know my honey's always like i really hope our daughter's not just like you (laughs) oh my god he has said that but I, I don't think that she will be because if she has two parents and she'll be a little softer. Yeah, and now that you're so more self-aware, you can make sure that yeah. her both her feminine and masculine energy are nurtured and balanced. Yep. I agree. I don't want my daughter to be like me either. Hard. Harsh. Rougher, rougher. Harsh and critical. That's what I was going to say. So when a man or a woman who denies their fin- feminine energy, they may substitute the lack of warmth for ambition mm-hmm. or accomplishment, a guided life, too much by the mind. Like everything is in the mind. Yeah. Super critical, um, can be a little harsh sometimes, a little cold sometimes. Um, All that makes sense. Yeah, and then if you're a man or a woman who denies your masculine, you can have trouble standing your ground or making decisions, super indecisive, mm-hmm. don't want to assert yourself, don't want to come off as too strong, so you you know, kind of pull back. I think these are all good points. So, yeah, work on the things, work on, work with what you were given and work on the shit that you don't got. 
That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say, too. I'm happy that I'm mi- more mindful. Me, too, because um, when I was a young a young tender, yeah, in my previous relationships, I was real, real, ooh, emasculating. I know. Shit just flies out of the I'd be like, bitch. Oh, ooh, that bitch. Yeah, I didn't care. But I'm not like that now. I've grown a lot. I would never. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. that's but you got to learn. You got to learn because I felt like we were equal. I know. We both, we both, we, we both the head honcho. Right. In this relationship. Yep. And I wasn't taking no for an answer. I'm like, hey, bitch, come on over here. <laughs> hey, bitch, I, I asked you to do something, so do it. I would never. Yeah, it would get a little little tight, but I haven't been that way in a long time. That's why growth is beautiful. Yes. You live and you learn. Because now I'm sweet as a peach. I'm sweeter and I give you a little sweet. I'm like a peach that's almost ripe. <laughs> it's almost ready to be picked. Just a little bit more time on the tree, and then I'm going to be ready to be picked off. I'm like a firm peach, firm, that's a little tart, but mostly sweet. Because mm-hmm. I don't like no soft-ass peach. I now. don't like the soft either. I like the hard peach. Ugh, the the mushy peach. I don't like that. I like, I'm a nectarine. Ooh, that's, that's what perfect. I like, nectarine. Nectarine. I'm a nectarine. Nectarine. So not an apricot, because, you know, that's just Ugh. mush. Ugh. <laughs> apricot is just mush. A peach is in the middle, and the nectarine is hard. Yeah. But still sweet. But still sweet. Nectarine. So there we are, nectarine. If you want to be a nectarine, you need to be balanced. Masculine and feminine energy must be balanced. That is the epitome. A nectarine is the epitome of balanced masculine and feminine energy. Yep. So always aim to be a nectarine. You're Next real time nectarine. you eat a nectarine, you'll be like, you know what? This is the goal. Yes, the I nec- can't wait to get a summer nectarine, especially the white nectarines. <laughs> mm. Did you ever drink the um, white cranberry peach? Yes. Ocean spray? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yes, that was so fucking bomb. Hella sugar. The white cranberry <laughs> peach drink. Yes. Okay, guys. So hopefully that was beneficial to you. I feel like it was beneficial to me. It was. When we were doing our research on this, I was like, this is some good shit. Yeah, I think so. Thanks, Cece. Yeah. Thanks, Cece. All right, girlfriend. So now you need to pick up your pen. We're, we're dropping, dropping a gem. This week, um, our gym is based on this weather that we're experiencing in la it is so weird i've been so dry and cold and cold and mind you cold to us is like 50 degrees 55 55 anything under 60 anything under 65 anything under 72 68 (laughs) is like pushing it i'm already like what's going on right so imagine my discomfort when i come outside and it's 54 degrees 54 oh shit nipples are hard i'm tight i'm i'm upset right so the weather's been really shitty. It's been like 50-something degrees lately. And I've been dry. Dry. Lips dry. Not cracked. Oh. <laughs> I, I fixed the situation first. So anyway, um, Trader Joe's has a great body oil. It's called the Trader Joe's Lemongrass Coconut Body Oil with Almond and Jojoba Oils. So this is gentle. It's light. It's aromatic. It moisturizes your skin without being greasy. And most of all, there's no animal testing. And it smells great, doesn't it? It smells amazing, and um, I used a little bit of Germany's, and I must say it's not greasy. No. It sinks right into my skin. My skin feels super soft. It smells fucking amazing. And it's I love the smell of lemongrass. So yes. if you love those kind of smells, great. yes. Paired the- with the coconut oil, coconut <sighs> oil is perfect on skin. Not on face. No. Not in my hair, but on my skin. Love it. Love it. Because I has- used to mix coconut oil in with my Nivea. 
for a summer glow. Yes. That'll be a summer gym. Yes. But that is amazing. The lemongrass coconut oil with the almond and jojoba. Yep. It has some fire. Some fruit oil in it. It has a little olive oil in it. So this is, smells good. And and the real kicker is it's only three ninety nine. Getting some today. Three ninety nine. Yeah, pick this up. Trader Joe's is bay. I love it. I love it. So they if, come through with the staple, yeah. cost efficient gym. If you time need a after time. Oil. We hope you guys are loving our gyms. Let us know what you guys think about the pick up a pin we're dropping the gym segment. Yeah, let us know. So let yeah. us know if you picked up a pin. Drop us a picture of you in the gym, using the gym, reading the gym, tasting yeah, the gym. That would be nice. We want to see. We want to see and give us some gems. Maybe you got a gym that you want to share and you want some other homegirls to know about. Um, slide in the DMs or comment on the, what is that called? Respond to the stories when we post it mm-hmm. and let us know. Let us know what your gym is. Send us a picture of it. Yeah. So now it's our girlfriend gag. Girlfriend gag. So we had a question come in from one of our girlfriend listeners and she asked, why is it difficult for women to discuss the possibility of not wanting children? I think this is a perfect question for the masculine feminine energy topic. Oh, yeah. Because um, the desire to be a mother or a nurturer can mean that you're really in touch with your feminine energy. Mm hmm. And I've mentioned before on this podcast that I've had feelings of not wanting to be a mother, which is in alignment with me having more masculine energy than feminine energy. Makes sense to me. So why do you think it's difficult for women to discuss the possibility of not wanting children? You're asking me, right? I'm asking you. I think because um, it's like, oh, you're a woman. That's what that seems like. It's in alignment with your role. Like you're supposed to want to bring children here. If you don't want to do nothing else, if you don't want to work, that's cool. Right. You know, if you don't want to get a job, that's fine. But as soon as you say you don't want kids, that's an issue. But if a man doesn't want kids, then it's all good. So that's what I think. I just think that it's because it's a part of our role, our gender role assignment. And I also think I I totally agree with that. And I also think um, this weekend I went to um, like a women's empowerment event. Mm -hmm. And... um, The speaker was talking about how women are taught to find their identity in being a mother. Yep, that sounds right. And so when you don't want that or you're not that, you feel like you're you're missing something or something's not right. And it's because that's what we were. That was what was instilled in us. Mm -hmm. And so I think when people feel the opposite of what we're supposed to be, just like with sexuality, if you're not what you're quote unquote supposed to be, you feel a little pushback or like something is wrong with you because that's not the norm. Yeah. So baby girl, if you don't want kids out there, don't feel pressured, you know? Because there's a lot of people that have children that shouldn't. Let's be honest. Oh, you know what? I seen on my Flipboard app. <clears throat> oh, that article? That article that said like people who regret having kids. I saw that. They love their kids. But um, they didn't want them and maybe their spouse or, you know, they felt inclined to have children because of, you know, social factors, their significant other wanting kids. But it's not that they would they regret it, but they didn't want kids and they still feel like they don't want kids. Mm -hmm. Like if they could go back, they wouldn't have put themselves in a position to have to have the children. Right. Their responsibility is too much to bear. Yep. So I also saw on social media someone, you know, how people would be like, um. You were all worth it or something like Yeah, what they say, the baby wasn't worth it. Somebody was like, I'm sleepy, I need fucking sleep, and I'm not gonna say you were all worth it because <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. 
but it's reality. Like sometimes you you weren't all that. Uh, let me shut up because that doesn't see. Let me. Be quiet. No, no, I feel what you're saying. I know because people paint the picture that it's all like glamorous, the pregnancy shit. And it's like, oh, now that I see my baby's face. It was all worth it. it was and I'll all do it again a hundred times over. No, some people don't feel like that. Some people don't. And some people do. But don't feel weird because you don't. I know multiple people who are going through pregnancy right now, this season of pregnancy, which it feels like everybody's pregnant. And they are, like, fucking depressed. Yeah. Like, damn, I don't like my body. I don't like what's going on. I've been seeing good. that a lot, too. And I'm then depressed. the postpartum depression because you, your body might might not quite get back to what you thought. And outside of your body, your life, it's a life-changing event. Just like when you need to change your insurance and you can change it before it's time because you have a child. <laughs> and that's considered a life-changing event. Yeah. It's not about you anymore. You have to figure out how to work it out with your spouse. Make sure there's a balance there. That's why if there's no children before 35, I just I have to rule it out of my 35 life. 35 was my cutoff as well. That's that's it. I just can't see myself being like 40 with a 5-year-old or 40 with like a 2-year-old. I just can't because I need to get back to doing me sooner than later. You know, you want to raise these kids up and send them on. Hey, kids. Like our moms. Our moms was... At this point in time, at this age that we are now, our moms was already doing them and we was doing that. <laughs> exactly. We was doing each other like, hey, mama, where yeah, we going? Yeah, at 30, my, I was we already going eight. to the flea market? At 30, I was eight. I was as well. We the same age. Yeah, we the same, the same age. age. Eight years old? Okay, yeah, 30, cool. My mom and I live two totally different lives. I don't want to be still checking in on my child. Right. My child, like, I'm, I'm, my child's 10 and I'm 50. Hell no. Ugh, I can't imagine going to a parent-teacher conference at 50. I'd be like, I have drinks to grab with my girlfriends. Right. What time's the conference? Because I got happy hour. I'd be like, can you tell her to text me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be a bad mother, though. Um. So, yeah. We said all that to say. Said all that to say. Children are the future. What? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel like it's a difficult conversation, don't. Because you have the right to not want children. And tell people to fuck off. Okay, there's the answer. Fuck off. It's your life. You don't have to answer to anybody about why you don't want kids. It's not a difficult conversation. Hey, it's just not the route I'm going. And that's with anything. There's a bunch of roads to get to the end destination. Say that again. There's a bunch of roads to get to the end destination. Mm. So, hey, maybe my road doesn't have kids on it. Maybe your road does. We're all just trying to be happy here. That's it. That's our word. And now we'll take offering. This is your day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed the gym, the girlfriend yeah. gag. We encourage you to send us questions, comments, and concerns for this segment. Yeah. Without the question, comments, concern, this segment will disappear. Yes. So, please, <laughs> let us know, guys. Let us know. And you can send all of that to theblackgirlbravado at gmail.com. All right. And also, again... Rate, comment, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, and let us know you fuck with us. That's it. See you later. See you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.